Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at FBHP.com slash ATOZ. The Aura app, keeping your information safe and get a two-week free trial with our link only, that's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in Middle Tennessee, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Their website, KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, a lot to get to regarding the Boston Globe uh, report from the weekend about the Patriots' potential interest in Titans head coach Mike Vrabel to replace Bill Belichick. A couple of housekeeping notes uh, Nicholas Petit Frere, that report from Paul Kaharski uh, yesterday that he was going to have shoulder surgery and could miss the end of the season. Mike Vrabel does address the Titans media today at one o'clock. And Mike Vrabel hinted at a couple injuries on Friday, NPF potentially being one of those he hinted at. Uh, so we'll see if more injury in uh, news comes out uh, later on this afternoon at 1 p.m. Uh, when Mike Vrabel meets with the media, but let's get to it. The report from Ben Volen of the Boston Globe. I will put it up here on the screen. Ben Volen's covered the Patriots and the NFL for quite a time, for quite some time uh, with the Boston Globe. Mike Vrabel, two sources close to the Patriots have independently said the same thing. They believe Vrabel, currently the Titans coach, is the Crafts quote home run choice to succeed. Bill Belichick. So there's a lot in that really one sentence right there. It goes on to describe, obviously, Vrabel, coach of the year, a couple seasons ago, went to the playoffs three of the first five seasons, went to the AFC title game. He was up in New England with the Crafts because he went to the Patriots Hall of Fame during the Titans bye week. Uh, so there's a lot of, around that. Obviously, Vrabel uh, played for eight seasons in New England and won three Super Bowls with Tom Brady as a part of that uh, Patriots dynasty in the mid 2000s and a narrative surrounding the New England Patriots this summer, this preseason, and now this season is that, you know, when do the Patriots move on from Bill Belichick, Mac Jones struggling, the whole team struggling at the bottom of the AFC with just two wins uh, this season so far. And, you know, Bill Belichick has a lot of power there, right? So when is the right time to move on from Bill Belichick? has been a big-time talking point uh, over the last several months around the Patriots. And so, Zach, uh, what was your initial reaction when you saw this come out really Sunday morning pre-NFL kickoff uh, this past weekend? My uh, Personally, my initial reaction was uh, New England doesn't know what to do with themselves. You know, this is a situation that they've never been in. They've never been in a situation at this point in the season I'm not saying it's a reach because, you know, Ben Volan has had his sources and has a good reputation in New England of reporting valid stuff. I just think that this is the first experience that New England's ever played meaningless football at this point in the season. And I do think that they're looking for something. I think the Patriots fans 
you know, probably will never, well, I will say, will never get back to the two decades that they had with no. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick because that is very, very difficult to achieve. So I saw the report. The dots make sense to connect because of Mike Vrabel's tie with New England, because of now him having head coaching experience, because of Bill Belichick getting older and his record currently. But I also, in my gut, made me think, well, this is a lot of Patriots news outlets and um, water cooler talk being in a position that they are not used to being in and just trying to search for answers. And yeah. if, if, if you've been a fan of a team that has not made the playoffs or at some point been ousted out of the playoffs, which the Patriots, it's right on the horizon. It hasn't happened yet, but they're not trending very well. I think you start to look for things and you start to reach. And so I, I, I look at this, that was my uh, initial reaction, but mm -hmm. with the connection of Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel and Ben Bowen sources, I, I don't, I don't completely discredit it. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you look at the AFC uh, standings, like the Titans are three and five. The Patriots are dead last in the entire American football conference uh, at two and seven. And Mac Jones, I saw this graphic, Zach, uh, that was comparing the career numbers for Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones, both from the same draft class. They've started about the same amount of games. They've thrown for similar touchdowns and similar yards. And they both, Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones, have 18 wins as a starting quarterback. But it's like Trevor Lawrence was awful as a rookie and is going this direction. Mac Jones now came in as like a third year player and now he looks like a rookie. It's like they're going in two completely different directions. And so while the stats show that Mac Jones looks like Trevor Lawrence in the box scores, it's in completely different trajectories. And the Patriots are searching for answers. You're absolutely right. And I look at Ben Volen saying two sources close to the Patriots have independently said the same thing. Vrabel is to believe to be the Kraft's home run choice to succeed Bill Belichick. And so a lot of this has to go into how does this happen, right? Mike Vrabel signed a contract extension with the Tennessee Titans the same time that John Robinson did back in January, early February of 2022, just about, you know, 22 months ago at this point. And all it said was in the press release, there's no numbers or years or salary on those contract extensions. It was just Amy Adams Strunk saying Mike Rabel will be the head coach for the Tennessee Titans for, quote, many years to come. So we don't know how many years the Titans have committed to Mike Vrabel, and we also don't know how desperate the Patriots are. They have not fired Bill Belichick yet or decided to part ways. Bill Belichick is 71 years old. He's sitting there at 2-7. and seven. He hasn't been in this spot since the turn of the century, uh, it seems like. And, you know, I, I feel like if the Patriots truly want to trade for Mike Vrabel, the Titans do have a unique opportunity this offseason to pull the trigger on it. So I'm going to dive into this here in a second. I'm going to go. I've been thinking about this for now 48 hours of why the Titans should consider trading Mike Vrabel to the Patriots only if the Patriots come calling. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go. 
to get your new health plan, health, dental, and vision, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farmer Health Plans has my health plan. They can have your health plan and your family's health plan. After taking a quick health assessment, after you get your health assessment, you get a quote. Once you get a quote, then you make a decision. There's no pressure. It is completely up to you. I went through those steps. I made the decision that I needed to switch. It was a lot better rate and a lot better plan than my previous health plan. So I would definitely take a look and think about it. They're trusted by A to Z Sports, trusted by the Tennessee Titans. They've got great partnerships throughout the state. you got 200-plus locations in Tennessee. So if you're a Tennessean, they've been in business over 75 years. They're a good decision. They're stable, and they they help you in your health plan. And that's that's serious stuff when you need them uh, the most. That's when you can rely on Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Get a quote today. And you can always win big with BetMGM. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports to get a first bet offer that you can't beat anywhere else. That's up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. But you have to sign up with BetMGM with our bonus code ATOZ Sports to take advantage of the best first bet offer in the game right there. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions 21 or older, Tennessee only. New customer offer, all promotions, settled qualification, eligible requirements. First online rule money wager only. Awards issued, knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. So just to quickly reset uh, that uh, Ben Volan of the Boston Globe, two sources close to Patriots have independently said the same thing. They believe Vrabel, currently the Titans head coach, is the Kraft's quote, home run choice to succeed Bill Belichick. So Zach, I do think the Titans should consider trading Mike Vrabel to the Patriots if the Patriots come calling. The Titans are not initiating this whatsoever. But why the Titans have an opportunity to strike now, as in after this season, moving forward, like if the Patriots keep Bill Belichick after the year and go into 2024 with Belichick trying to right the ship, then the time has passed. You stick with Mike Vrabel. You're not doing anything. And no way, in no way, should Mike Vrabel be fired up until this point with the information we have now from his job at the Tennessee Titans. But if the Patriots call Amy Adams Strunk and Rand Carthon and everybody else to make this decision about trading away a head coach, the Titans should absolutely listen and raise the offer because the opportunity to have a quarterback like Will Levis, who we have seen is capable of an explosive four touchdown game against the Falcons defense that was ranked top. I mean, 10 it's been time. two games. Hold, hold on, but I'm just saying, but like, but he is capable of doing that. Like that Mariota is, did too. Yeah, but we also un- understand the difference of Marcus Mariota completing a slant route that was one missed tackle from the Bucks uh, defense and Kendall Wright going 60 yards is different than the. You know, it's a different degree of difficulty of what Will Levis did against the Falcons. You agree with that, right? Yeah, yes, but you that's hindsight. You're looking at what you know about Marcus Mariota. But everybody in this state was high on Marcus Mariota after two games of him being a sure, Tennessee Titan. I, I'm not I don't disagree. And I, and and look, I I was high on Marcus Mariota and then he could not return to the same level of confidence and aggressive and ability after he broke his leg in half on Christmas Eve uh, in Jacksonville. So, again, but you've seen that Will Levis is at least capable and and almost beat the Steelers and had a chance to beat the Steelers in game number two behind a terrible offensive line. He was pressured in 43% of his dropbacks in his first game. He was pressured in 52% of his dropbacks in his second game and sacked four times. But the guy still at least has something, right? So you see that 
Will Levis has strong capabilities to be an NFL quarterback. If you have an opportunity to trade your head coach away and get significant draft capital in return, which is what has to happen, and we'll go through the examples of it, then what do the Tennessee Titans have a chance to do? They have a chance to go hire an offensive-minded head coach to come in and maximize Will Levis going into year two of a four-year contract. It is a big, big deal for the Tennessee Titans to take full advantage of years two and three of Will Levis's four-year, $9 million rookie contract before they have to potentially pay him way more than what that $9 million over four years is going to be. And if you can do that with a offensive-minded head coach in year two, you're giving yourself a 2024 opportunity to have the new head coach learn on the job, adapt to each other, go through some growing pains, but set and establish a legitimate foundation to then have 2025, year three of Will Levis, really have an opportunity to do some damage, much like the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing with Trevor Lawrence in year three of his first overall pick, fifth-year option rookie contract. It's the same similar thing, right? Urban Meyer was completely different than Vrabel. Urban Meyer was a disaster, but they got right as fast as possible in year two of the rookie quarterback, and now they're seeing the dividends being paid out by being a top team in the AFC, going for a second or third seed in the conference, having a chance to do something in the playoffs because now Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence have had two seasons together, and then another year after this, to where they can really stack good seasons and have a window to maximize a cheap quarterback. And so without the Patriots calling the Tennessee Titans for a trade of Mike Vrabel, the Tennessee Titans are most likely going to run back Mike Vrabel, Tim Kelly, Will Levis for 2024. And we're probably going to get much of the same, right? It's what four touchdowns of what all you just said. You, you know, praise much of, no, much of the same as as of what is us, that? I was about to say it of us questioning this coaching staff's ability to maximize an offensive game plan. We've watched so many Titans games, Zach, over the last three seasons since 2020's breakout year for Tannehill, AJ, Henry 2000, John who eight touchdowns, all of that. Three seasons now in a row of being like man, how are the Titans making it so difficult to play offense in the NFL when the NFL is trying to make it easy to play offense? Like that's like, that's how we feel watching these games minus the Atlanta game. And so there's a, there is a opportunity to take advantage of, but it would have to be right now after this season. And again, I am not saying Mike Vrabel needs to be fired. I am not saying Amy Adams Strunk should pick up the phone and call Robert Kraft and say, hey, let's talk trade for Vrabel. I'm only saying if the Patriots want to trade for Mike Vrabel, the Titans have an opportunity right now to make it a positive swing for the franchise and their young quarterback who is super cheap. Yes, they have an opportunity. Opportunity. Opportunities are, are maybes. Right, so I think you have some hole. I think you have a couple of holes in your argument. Okay, uh, but I, let, let I do want to get to the chat and and hear what they have to say. So, because I'm curious on what the chat's feeling. It's a little bit of how you feel about Vrabel. 
I mean, at sure. the end of the day, you've kind of stated if this is the scenario, that's how you feel about Vrabel. What is Vrabel's value to your franchise currently and moving forward in where you want to go, right? You've got to take a hard look at that. I struggle with mid-season hypotheticals. I'm struggling with oh. this show in general with it because it is a vast hypothetical that so many different pieces have to happen. If this happens, well, yeah, this, I mean, it's a ton of yeah. it's a ton of beers and nuts. And yes, so but I'm, again, like, but Ben Volen is a respected reporter of the Boston Globe, a massive outlet who is not just going to. So the first thing there. that has to happen is the greatest coach of all time has to leave yes. or be fired. And after one season in the history of Bill Belichick coaching the New England Patriots of having a bad year, the Patriots are just going to move on from but this. Isn't but I this find isn't just, that but, I find that wildly but, erratic. Zach, this is not just one bad year, though. This is this is the Patriots franchise. It, it is. No, it's it not. Is. It, no, it is. I mean, this, this is, a, is the worst year that they've had in however yes, long, right? Absolutely. But this and is why year, is that? Hold on, hold on. But there's but a reason is, why. I'm, there's I'm the reason why is the quarterback situation, right? It's year three of them spinning their wheels to nothing because their quarterback is wrong. It's it's Mac Jones. A lot of things are wrong. It's not Mac just Jones the is the culprit. Yes, but it, it's it's the fact that the tenant that the New England yes, Patriots. But, no, yes, what? it's Mac Jones. Yes, Mac Jones is so. The, that's why I don't believe that Bill Belichick well, is going to be the I, fall trying, for Mac not, Jones's downfall. I'm not trying to say it's not Mac Jones. My point is, this is year three of them trying to do the Tom Brady playing with Mac Jones, which is you can be because the tight. The Patriots were average for the most part around Tom Brady outside of Randy Moss and Wes Welker and Julian Edelman. And welcome to the NFL, though. You don't have a quarterback. You don't have a team, right? The Patriots are just now experiencing that for the first time in 20 years. Like, welcome. Hey, hey, hi. Come on in. That, it's, that's it's, funny. It's, it's that's warm funny inside. Enough, but this is year three of them but spinning their not, wheels. That's not, in my opinion, that is not reason to fire or get rid of the greatest coach in the history of the game. Look, that look, I, I and that has to happen for any of this scenario to be in reality. Yeah, but there's a. I, I said this. I can't remember. It was after London. Everything has an expiration date. Everything and everybody has an that. expiration date, right? And also another thing is true. There's a price for everything too, and so. Everything's going to expire and there's a price for everything to be sold or traded. And so I do think that there's been a lot of chatter around the new England Patriots this past, like the, this whole calendar year about if this goes South, then where is Bill Belichick pointing the finger at this time? Because there's nowhere else to go. This is year three of spinning wheels and they haven't fixed anything. You don't think that they would give Bill Belichick another opportunity to draft a quarterback or to replace Mac Jones. At, at 71 years old. if they don't, old, then that's fine. At, but that the, does not at, make logical sense. This, But Bill Belichick's not 65. He's not 67. He's 71. Do you want to oh. give a 71-year-old uh, coach? A, a, again, I understand he's Bill Belichick. But again, at 71, you're like, all right, new quarterback for Bill Belichick, which this guy's this quarterback's contract is going to go until Bill's 75. Like, again, the, his age and all of that does go into play in this. That's why it's complicated. 
I don't think it's as complicated. I think the New England Patriots are in a situation as of now that they've never been in. And yeah, I think the media the is freaking out. There are 16 I, out of 16. I think the media is freaking out. All right. So, I don't know what's happening in the building, but I think the media is freaking out. All right. So let's ask the audience this. I went through my plan. I think if the Patriots call the Titans for a potential trade for Mike Vrabel, the Titans opportunity is now because you can get a offensive minded head coach going into year two of Will Levis that gives you more time and flexibility for a window instead of a new coach in year three or four or whatever for Will Levis. It doesn't have to happen. I'm saying only if Amy Adams Strunk is presented with this from uh, the Patriots and Robert Kraft. So our question to everybody uh, right now uh, is, should the Titans consider trading Mike Vrabel to the Patriots? This is kind of our gauge of how the fan base feels about their head coach who's on a significant losing streak uh, throughout the last calendar year too. Uh, but should the Titans consider trading Mike Vrabel to the Patriots if the Patriots come calling? Uh, but first, I'm going to tell you guys all about Aura, our sponsor, who will protect your information online. Aura is fantastic. They are protecting my information from data brokers who try to profit from selling your information to telemarketers and robocallers and spammers. It's election day, and it's been election season, which means robocalls and spam texts have been uh, risen. Their rates are up because of all the election campaigns going out. Aura has kept me out of that. It's been great. I haven't been getting like, I used to get, hey, it's voting season in, in Detroit. Do you want to sign up for this? I'm like, I don't live in Detroit, but so get out of here. Aura has eliminated that from my life this election season. It truly has been great. And you can get a two-week free trial with Aura services to protect your information online with our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. It works, guys. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It is eSports, bet MGM. I did have the Chargers last night. That was easy money. That was a bad game, but it was Not easy according money. according to the Monday night crew. Uh, minus three. Yeah, I, I feel bad for the Mannings. We, didn't, we signed up for Aaron Rodgers, not Zach Wilson, in an atrocious game. But did win a little cash last night because of the Chargers minus three. You can get into the action with the NBA. College basketball is right around the corner. How about... The women's LSU team getting stomped by Coach Prime's Colorado. I mean, I I tracked that, and that's good to see. Uh, 0-1 after uh, a national championship. So you can bet on you can bet on anything. That's the best part about bet MGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of the sports book. All right, Zach, I'll send you to the chat. Uh, the question we have asked is: Should the Titans consider trading Mike Vrabel to the Patriots? Uh, is if the Patriots come calling and uh, once again, just kind of reset for the growing audience that we have in here this morning, Ben Volan from the Boston Globe uh, published this over the weekend. Uh, two sources close to the Patriots have independently said the same thing. They believe Vrabel, currently the Titans coach, is the Kraft's home run choice to succeed Bill Belichick. Uh, so I have gone through where I do think there is an opportunity for the Titans to strike after this season if the Patriots want to do this. And I think the Titans should consider this if the Patriots come calling. Uh, Zach, what's the chat saying? Should the Titans consider trading Rabel? Wilbur says yes, 100%. Hello, ladies. Absolutely. Yes. Deshaun Washington says no. Got a couple of yeses with Zoe, Nick, and Nathaniel. 
Uh, Houston says no. Brandon says no. Green Thumb says hell no. Mr. Jones says no. Uh, yes, from Dion. I totally agree with Austin's theory. I mean, the theory is extremely hypothetical. And well, yeah, look, I, I understand that. I presented it that way. But again, like this is this is a big. <laughs> uh, that's what? why I, I think it's I, I I think it's extremely hypothetical. I think that's my my. So is any NFL theory. draft talk. <laughs> like, so is free agency conversations. When, so are Super Bowl predictions. When it comes to trading head coaches, especially the greatest coach of all time, in the with the talks of the Patriots being bad for the first time in 20 years, I just think uh, it's a little overzealous. That would be how I would describe it. Um, hell yeah, from Kirk. Cal says yes. Dylon says no. Tighten up says yes. Yes, absolutely. From David. Yes, do it. Titans, two first round picks. General Nealon. Uh, we will also later in the show talk yeah. about, you know, the coaches that have been traded and the results of that, uh, of Seven. what we know. Yeah. You got to be a wanted commodity. I think there is something to this that Mike Vrabel in the history, the connections of the Patriots make sense. But Mike Vrabel being a wanted commodity, he's had m- numerous playoff appearances. He he also took over a playoff team. Uh, that mm-hmm. also gets kind of, you know, pushed under the rug. He took over a playoff team, which is unique, less unique yep. now because there's coaching turnover, but has been to an AFC championship game, has struggled of late, right, dating back to, to last year, has won a lot or lost a lot of games, hasn't had his starting quarterback, Now he's in flux of who he's going to start. I think overall, I think the chat is open to it. I think that there's probably 60 to 65% yes, but you also have the Larry's hell to the no, uh, the 777's no, only if he doesn't play Levis. (laughs) There is some, I I don't want to say animosity, but... There is some tension, I believe, between the Titans fan base and Mike Vrabel based on where they are in the last 12 to 14 games. Oh, right? when you go three for 12 and 15 games, yeah, people are going to be pissed. Yeah, and and so and I think this is set up because you're asking, oh, do you want first-round picks in, uh, in return, right? Because that is probably the going rate for a wanted head coach we've seen that in the past so the idea is very sexy i am not i'm not like i'm not out it, on I, receiving picks for a, yeah, a, a good head coach again i think i'm out on the about, notion that this would actually happen this soon the because the question is not do you want the titans to trade away mike vrabel it's should they consider if the patriots come calling right so it's we're not saying that you're like, yeah, considering means sure. Let's see what that return is. Right. And then like, we know Amy Adams Strunk has a high regard for Mike Vrabel. And I think that's where your the and, hole in your argument is. But so do the new England Patriots and Robert Kraft. But Austin, just a week ago, you sat here on the show and told me that Vrabel's running the show. That whatever Amy would want, she would yeah. look to Vrabel, and Vrabel would make that decision. Not Amy Adams Strunk would make yep. that decision, but Mike Vrabel. So now you're telling me that Amy Adams Strunk would trade that person away that makes all the decisions for the franchise? 
if the price is right. <laughs> again, like, no, I, I, I think that's ass backwards. Again, from look, what you have stated in the last two weeks, and all we can go by or sure. what you, it does, these are opposite things. They right, don't well, make any sense. In the chat, we had that conversation again, last like, week. If you but were, I am, but I am looking at a football perspective, right? Because I have been vocal about this, what I'm about to say here short, in a second. I've been vocal for now five plus years into season six of Mike Vrabel that as long as Mike Vrabel is the, uh, is the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, they will have an offensive coordinator problem and it will always be a revolving door. Either the guy is good and gets a shot at the head coaching job or the guy is bad and he gets fired probably after two seasons, which is probably one season longer and there's no middle ground. And so that's that's the evolving, and we've seen it now affect the offense with the good and the bad. And so here we are with Tim Kelly. Is Tim Kelly going to be a head coaching candidate this season? No. So that means you're probably going to have Tim Kelly next year. And then you're going to find out next year, is Tim Kelly good enough to be a head coaching candidate or not good enough, which probably means he's not good enough to be your offensive coordinator. So you're going to be stuck in this purgatory of OC revolving door now with Will Levis, who you want to hit, and so is Will Levis going to be changing offensive coordinators in year three before you have to figure out if you want to pay him or not? Because after year three is when you can extend rookies. And now you're going to go, all right, and now he's got to learn a new system, learn new tendencies, right? So now you're just making things complicated for your quarterback by not having the offensive philosophy remain with the head coach. And the problem, and somebody said it, is that Stone Age football, Vrabel's Stone Age football, right? And the, the Tennessee Titans are like the only team that values the running back that can't catch or run routes. And isn't right? that so, the X factor? Isn't Derrick Henry the reason why? The, the greatness of Derrick Henry is a pro, but it also holds you back. Also, we have no idea what this team is or could be under Mike Vrabel without Derrick Henry and with the players that they have in place to go run a new system. So yes, that is something that is unknown. I, I get you want to be trendy. The trend is offensive head coach, find your quarterback and ride it out for years because that has made logical sense. Yeah. And it has gotten results recently. And, you know, it, it, it it's there. But and that's what the NFL is doing. I, like I also think the greatness of Derrick Henry has also held back the Tennessee Titans offensive ability to be what you want them to be what i want them to be too right so i don't want to put you in a corner but yeah i want them to be electric and explosive but with derrick henry you can't because you have to consistently feed the beast you gotta you gotta continually get in the eye formation single back set and hand the ball off to 22 because if you don't you're an idiot, right? You're not, yeah. now you're not logical. Because he's the thing, yeah, that makes everything so, easier. So there, I think, is the 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 options that you have to weigh that I, I think you're saying that this can't happen. But what I'm coming back at you and saying is, it doesn't mean that it can't. They just haven't had the ability to. No offensive coordinator has had the ability to be electric because they've had to, and rightfully so, use Derrick Henry. When Tim Kelly's trying, but everybody's complaining. Oh, Tajay Sears getting too many snaps. Where's Derrick Henry touches? Right, like, but and so uh, Devin says. I don't says, think you can absolutely say that the Titans can't be explosive in the future I, I just, under Mike Vrabel. 
so Devin says on the hiring off hiring offensive minded head coach because it's trendy. I, I agree with Devin. It's it yeah, is it trendy? Yes, but it's continuity, right? That's the important thing is having continuity because, like you said about the Patriots situation, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a football team. And if you have a quarterback that's constantly in rotation of OCs and play callers and relationships, then there's no continuity, which means your roller coaster is going to be a wooden, choppy, bumpy roller coaster ride instead of those beautiful, fun, smooth steel coasters. And you want the fun ride, not the bumpy ride. And so I think the opportunity that, that presents itself is a way to, to look, Mike Vrabel has been phenomenal for this organization. There's no denying that he really has been. He's been the second longest tenured head coach behind Jeff Fisher has created stability, good reputation, good culture, motivation, way more wins and losses, not as much of late, but overall very much a very good thing for the organization, but he is an outlier in the successful trends of the NFL. Right. And so you have a chance to gain significant assets by trading him to somebody who would want them strongly and then catch back up with a quarterback who's showing really strong early signs and a chance to do that in year two of Will Levis, not year three. So that means you've got three years of cheap before the extension kicks in and you're opening a new stadium and you have a continuity continuity in the head coach and a quarterback that you can build on. There's a lot of unknowns there. And what I would respond with is the grass is not always greener. You're sitting here painting this picture of, oh my gosh, this is perfect for Will Levis. This is perfect for the team. The defense isn't going to drop off. It's uh, Look, the stability that Mike Vrabel has given this franchise is massive. And you're, I think, and I think the best example of this, just call the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos thought this exact same thing that you are sitting here telling us. The Mm -hmm. Denver Broncos have been butt for two straight years with an offensive-minded coach, right? Offensive-minded, got their quarterback, they had all this thing ready, and they haven't done anything. Yeah, but Russell Wilson's also a robot now. and so You don't know what Will Levis is. So you're sitting here on – you're painting this picture, which I don't think – is guaranteed. No, I'm and not. So again, my answer is no. I think you need to stick with Vrabel because I think stability for a franchise trying to find and if Will Levis is the guy, I like the Will Levis draft pick. I think that he's still in development. I think that sure. the, he came out of guns a blazing, but he is not a four touchdown quarterback consistently. No, I think nobody he, is. There's growing pace, but I'm not going to make decisions based on two games. No, and I'm not going to paint pictures based on two games. I think I'm going to sit back and wait. And I, I know what I have in Mike Vrabel. I don't know what I can get out of an offense without Derrick Henry and Will Levis. It could be a lot better than one would assume. All right. So, and look, there's still what, uh, 10 more games. How many more games the Titans have? Uh, seven, nine more games. Nine more games that we can learn. Like a trade's not happening this week or next week or next month. Like a trade's not going to happen for a head coach until, you know, after both teams or teams are done playing uh, in the off season. Right. And so uh, real quick, Andre super chat says daily Dillard NPF playing while Raiden sits Bowen over Schwartz, Tim Kelly win by three attitude, stubborn and smug said two weeks ago that uh, Vrabel is 
is the Tannehill of head coaches. So Andre clearly is, uh, you know, not a fan of Vrabel as of right now. These are Vrabel wouldn't be the Tannehill of head coaches if there was any interest in trading for him. No, I, I like, I, I'm with you. I don't. I, I, I just had to so say that. The irony of these two comments literally being back to back in our feed. Brandon, Tim Kelly is doing a great job. JS seventy five. Tim Kelly is Todd Downing in disguise. Can't call plays in a red zone. So the, just that's hilarious. Um, a, another another super chat I want to get to from Kane says. So hypothetically, if Rabel leaves, who will replace him and lead this organization to success? Uh, tired of revolving door on coaches and players. Well, one, the revolving door on players is not going to stop because that's what the league is. You want to have a revolving door on your roster to stay young and cheap and versatile while having the pillars of your franchise set, as in quarterback, tackle, you know, some key players outside of that, like Jeffrey Simmons and some other foundational pieces, but everything else is a revolving door and most are replaceable. The head coach needs to be a part of the pillar. And so they haven't had a revolving door at head coach in a while. They went through Jeff Fisher, gone Munchak, Wisenhunt, uh, and then uh, Malarkey. Munchak was the longest one in three years. Now they've got six and, seasons. Uh, and of that's why I say now you have a stable head coach and you want to possibly go back to that because it's but a it, massive risk. It head, is. Great head coaches, even offensive-minded head coaches, aren't just growing on trees. They're not that easy to find. Ah, I mean, there's a couple, though, that are pretty attractive uh, right now, and, and I can get to those if you want me to, um, on a couple attractive potential offensive-minded head coaches. I just don't think that the grass is always greener. It's not always greener, but you have an opportunity to make a strong move to go maximize your quarterback, which a key phrase of Mike Vrabel's hiring was to maximize the quarterback and Marcus Mariota. And they tried and Mariota was not able to be maximized because of Marcus Mariota, but they got a lot out of the Tannehill trade and what they were building around Mariota. And now it's no longer there. There's another transition. I also think what Mike Vrabel, as you have stated, means to the franchise, uh, he's, I want to say he's untradeable, but it's highly, I feel like, unlikely that Amy Adams Strunk does that. All right. Well, I've got uh, the- here's Here is one thing that I think could change this decision, and this is based on results. It's a re- results-based business. What happens the rest of this year with their win-loss record? And then what happens at the, I don't think he's going to get traded in the offseason. So what happens at the end of next year and their win or loss record? If Vrabel is sitting here with a missed playoff with the last game in Jacksonville, another missed playoff and a bad season with who knows who's going to start at quarterback the rest of the year, and then another bad season, now you're in a completely different realm. And I think that's why you're saying trade high, right? Sell high. The opportunity is now. To trade. If there is an opportunity, yes. that's kind of where I'm backing up and saying, well, that's, I, I don't that's what it. I've said for now 42 minutes is that if the Patriots come calling, the Titans have a chance to trade him now. And, and after is, this now, I think that would be gone. very unusual for Amy Adams Strunk. Fair. It's, so it's happened seven times in the NFL. We're going to go through the trade compensation uh, for all seven head coaches who have been traded in the NFL's history. Uh, but first, I'm going to tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, you have to know who you can trust to help you get back on it. 
and get rid of that inconvenient injury that's slowing you down at work or in your social life or whatever you got going on. Maybe you have a son or daughter who gets a little injured playing some youth sports. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin, and they'll help you take care of that and get back to it and get in the action without missing too much time. Don't fumble in that recovery in Franklin online at boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. They are the king of sports books. Up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. You got to use this bonus code right there, though. ATOZ Sports. Type that in when you sign up, and then you'll get that opportunity to receive those bonus bets for new users. BetMGM, download the app today. All right, so trade compensation for all seven head coaches who have been moved in the NFL's history. I've got it right here. Uh, the latest being Sean Payton uh, for the Denver Broncos just this past offseason. The Saints received a first-round pick and a second-round pick, and then the Broncos also got a third-round pick. But remember, Sean Payton was, was retired, but the Saints still had the rights to his contract, so there was a gap year, but still a first and a second and then the Broncos uh, uh, got a third there too. Bruce Arians, and I'll let you kind of explain this situation. Bruce Arians in 2019 from the Cardinals to the Bucks for only a six-round pick and then a seventh in return. So why was that significantly less, Zach, since you're the resident Bucks fan here on A to Z? Why, take us back to that spot when Bruce Arians was received by the Bucks. Well, they wanted all, speaking of offensive-minded head coach, they were replacing Dirk Cutter, which was... Oh my gosh, you hadn't heard Dirk Cutter in a while. But uh, Bruce Arians, he wasn't a wanted man like Sean Payton was, right? I mean, his yeah. reputation, Bruce Arians had been in the league for a long, long time. So they had had their, their, they had targeted the coach that they wanted. It was just about getting some sort of compensation for him. It wasn't, it's, it's the value, right? Sean Payton had much greater value, I think, in everybody's mind to what any team is. I do think, I mean, it's easy hindsight. They overpaid for him for what his results are after two years yeah. in the Russell Wilson project. The funny thing is, is that like Bruce Arians and then Tom Brady, that ended up being the Super Bowl. The Broncos, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson aren't trending anywhere close to that. And they're in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, yeah, working for uphill. Sure. Yeah, so there's the Bruce Arians. Then you go back Herm Edwards in 2006 from the Jets to the Chiefs for just a fourth-round pick. But then, John, look, the Bucs traded for coaches and winning the Super Bowls. That's things worked. Maybe you should try that again, Zach. John Gruden uh, to the uh, from the Raiders to the Bucs for two first-round picks, uh, two second-round picks, and $8 million. Bill Belichick in 2000, you want to expand on the John Gruden Yeah, part? well, the difference on John Gruden was he had just been – to an AFC championship game, right? He had, the, yeah. the, the Raiders were an all-time high. His value was so great at the time. And then Al Davis and him had a falling out, right? So then they traded him away, found a suitor, and it ended up working. It only worked for one year because then they went into the Jeff Garcia times, yep. the Brian Greasy times, and didn't have much success. And Chris Sims time. Yeah, your boy Chris Sims there. Uh, Mike Holm, or, I'm sorry, Bill Belichick in 2000 from the Jets to the Patriots for a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick, a seventh-round pick, and the Patriots also got a couple late-round picks there. Mike Holmgren in 1999 for a second-round pick, and Bill Parcells from the Pats to the Jets for a first-rounder, second-rounder, third-rounder, fourth-rounder, and I think there's an extra zero on that, but 300 grand uh, there from that. So the trade compensation outside of Herm Edwards and 
uh, Bruce Arians is including a first round pick. And I think the Tennessee Titans have a chance to get a first round pick and significantly more if the Patriots are wanting to do this. Now you're calling a timeout. I'll give it to you. You think the Patriots right now as a number five overall, they're going to trade a, a top five pick for Mike Frable. Now here, and, and let's talk about this because the Patriots probably aren't getting any better over the season. They may fluctuate, but I don't see them picking 15. This is where I'm also, it doesn't make logical sense to me, is that would be stupid to, to trade away a guaranteed top five pick. I'd have to go back. Did the Broncos know what pick they traded away? And maybe it is stupid. I, I, what pick, a top five pick for a coach, you can just get so much better, especially a quarterback needy team. That's where the dots don't connect. And you have to think about all of these things. You can paint whatever picture you want and say, oh, we live in dreamland. But when you get down to the real, New England trading a top five pick for a coach when they need a quarterback is setting the coach up for disaster and setting setting the franchise up for more losses. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Do you the, agree? <laughs> well, so uh, I'm looking at the Sean Payton thing. Um, the... Saints received Denver's 29th overall pick in the first round for the this past 2023 draft uh, and the second round pick for 2024. So it was a 29th the pick. top five pick. For sure. And it's that was not going to happen. This is New England Patriots media going crazy and not knowing what to do with their hands because they've never been in this position in the middle of the season. Like I've seen this before. It, and that's why I struggle to talk about this but that's what they don't know what to do with their hands. So they're throwing out wild. There's no way the Patriots would trade the top five pick for a head coach when they need a quarterback. So I've got where the Patriots would currently pick because I said this yesterday, the NFC is going to no currently. Yeah, they're five. Yeah. So the, the NFC is going to stockpile picks because they've got the giants, the bears, the Panthers and the Cardinals all awful. Plus the Rams, uh, the Packers and the Bucks, all bad NFC teams. So we'll have to see how that goes. But I mean, yeah, I'm dead. The, the concept is dead. I don't think it's dead. I mean, it's I, a top five pick. Austin. I agree. A that, quarterback. I agree that the Titans would not receive the 2024 top six pick from the Patriots in this spot. But what would the tight could the Titans get a second round pick this year? Could you switch it to the second rounder this year, a third rounder this year, and a first rounder in 2025? Would you do that deal? You just showed what if a wanted head coach, if the Patriots want the Titans, they're only willing to trade away the second round pick. There's no way. I, did you hear what I said? I didn't just say only a second round pick. I said a second and a third this year and a first in 2025. The Titans want picks now. You want something right now. All of the trades have involved immediate first-round picks, not futures, not just futures. Well, a couple of them have been two first-round picks that didn't involve a future. But, but they yeah, involve the year that the, the team is trading. I, I get what you're saying. But, like, the again, the Titans are likely to have The Patriots a, need a quarterback. You, you take a quarterback at five. I understand, dude. Like, I'm not disagreeing with that, so you can quit harping on it like I'm disagreeing with you on it. I'm saying that there is still legitimate compensation the Titans can return 
by not getting the tight or the Patriots first round pick of 24 because the Titans are likely to have what a top 15 to 12 pick. I mean, who knows, but the Patriots are guaranteed to probably have a top 10 and that what we know about that is very vital in these conversations. And that's why I just think that it is, uh, it's mid season, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it, it it doesn't make logic sense. I, I and I I understand where you're coming from. Of stocks, sell high, right? Make your money because Mike Vrabel, if he's wanted, maybe you can get the most value for him. But the value you're not going to be able to do that. I also think that Amy M. Strunk is a huge caveat in this. I don't think yeah. she wants to give up Mike Vrabel, especially if the Patriots aren't willing, which they shouldn't be willing to give up what we just talked about it being the most valuable thing that you have probably in the NFL besides a franchise quarterback is a top five pick. It's proven. It's not a guarantee, but most like you, that's where you find the Nick Bosa's. <laughs> that's where you find the miles Garrett's. That's where you find those type of guys. You don't trade them away from a coach. And then Mike Vrabel set up, for failure because he doesn't have a quarterback. So you also do know this by the time this hypothetical trade could happen, you will know the draft order and you know, you will know if the Arizona Cardinals, uh, I guess the Chicago bears, the New York giants who just lost Daniel Jones to an ACL and a couple other teams that might need quarterbacks are ahead of the Patriots or not ahead of the Patriots. And so with the Patriots been a spot where they're going to have to take, the fourth quarterback on the board at five, is that something that they think is valuable or would they rather get their head coach because they don't want to take the fourth quarterback in this class at five overall? Again, that's a, that's a situation there too, right? And that's what the Colts are doing. The Colts are doing the same thing. Like they thought, well, I guess they took the third quarterback at four, <laughs> but still like, is Anthony Richardson going to turn into it? We don't know yet. We're not going to know. But sometimes, like, that's There's still an opportunity of... for the Patriots to get a top three pick. <laughs> There's plenty of football left to be played. Oh, for sure. I, I don't disagree. Andre that, actually but... brings up something that now you could argue this is that Vrabel brings Daniel. Hell, Daniel may start this week. You know, wherever Vrabel goes, I, I don't know if Vrabel's beholden to Tannehill, but I will say this on the Tannehill because I'm not going to be on the show the rest of the week. Tannehill wants to play. Of course. And I think Tannehill practices this week. And I think that there is, I think there's a conversation. I don't know what Mike Vrabel is going to say today. My assumption is we don't know yet. I don't think he's going to come out and anoint a starter today. I'll be shocked if that happens. But I wouldn't be surprised if Ryan Tannehill practices this week. No, me and Sam will talk about that tomorrow morning and Buck will have primetime later. All right, Super Chats, more comments on this. But first, Krebs Kubota is an elite Kubota dealer in Middle Tennessee and should be where you go for all of your equipment needs. They've got Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro uh, stores for your convenience across Middle Tennessee. Over 18 years of serving Middle Tennessee with the Krebs family name and the Kubota brand, which is the best equipment in the industry with the best warranties in the industry. 
Krebs Kubota is an elite Kubota dealer. Once again, holidays approaching. Uh, go get that right gift, that right equipment need that you have uh, during this holiday season for the spring to get your property and your yard looking right how you want it for the spring online at KrebsKubota.com. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. You got a lot to bet on. You got boosts. I mean, they hook you up constantly on BetMGM. Had a winning night last night. It's a roller coaster, but it's a fun ride. I'll tell you that. It is a very fun ride with BetMGM. Download the app today in your Apple or Android app store. All right. Rashid says uh, Vrabel won't be traded till the end of next year's season. And I that I don't think that should be an option for the Tennessee Titans. That's what I'm saying. It's it's either this offseason for trading Vrabel to the Patriots or the window is passed. Um, so then Johnny says, Vrabel isn't sold on Levis. Amy will pick the quarterback over the head coach. <clears throat> Johnny, I, I don't think we know. We can't say one way or the other if Vrabel is sold or not sold on Will Levis. Yeah, my opinion on that is I think he's acting like an army dad. I said that yesterday. Yeah. I, I don't agree with how he's handling it. But he is protecting his decisions, Right. All Vrabel is doing, and it's how you do it, but he is protecting his future decisions. And he wants to make the decision on his own terms with all of the information without giving information to the opposing team. It's the Belichick mindset in that way. I, I do think that you know a decision needs to be made. It will be made, but it won't be on our time. It will be on Mike Vrabel's. Yeah, uh, Darren says Vrabel's physical philosophy does win, but it requires a specific set of players. And what Vrabel needs is to show is some adaptability or get the right players. Well, that's why they have Rand Carthon to get the right players because John Robinson wasn't doing that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jacqueline uh, says, why not look at some good OCs out there and give them a promotion to head coach? Why does it have to be another head coach? Look at what D'Amico Ryans is doing in Houston. And, you know, Bobby Slowick is a guy that's super highly regarded in Houston. And he's, you know, he is basically Matt LaFleur to Mike Vrabel. D'Amico Ryans is Vrabel. Slowick is Matt LaFleur. How long will Slowick stay as the Texans offensive coordinator and before he gets a job? That's one of those situations that the Texans have also put themselves in. It's working right now, but then D'Amico Ryans will have to find his next Bobby Slowick. Uh, Kane says, so the answer is, uh, we didn't, didn't answer the question. I think both of us answered the question, I believe. Um, or maybe he's talking about who would be the replacement for Vrabel. It's an offensive minded coach. I just mentioned Slowick from the Texans, who is a hot name. Ben Johnson from the lions, also a hot name with Dan Campbell. So you've got like meathead guys <laughs> that have good offensive coordinators. Can they keep them? Yeah. And it's a revolving door. I will say not every offensive minded new young head coach works out. No, true. Um, but there's and a lot that, more offense. That also can be very impactful to a young quarterback's development. You know, mm -hmm. it can it can go both ways. Will Levis could grow with a great off, uh, offensive minded head coach. He could also struggle and have some growing pains because he doesn't have that. So yeah, just stay away from Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, Johnny comes back and says, if Mike doesn't start Levis training for pennies. Uh, yeah. I mean, he should definitely start Levis, but I guess we'll find out more on uh, the press conferences at one o'clock today. And it's going to be highly anticipated to see what Mike Rabel says about the quarterbacks, <clears throat> excuse me. And then which uh, guy, and if Ryan Tannehill will practice this week 
heading up to the game against the Bucks. Zach, any uh, last words before we throw some shade? Let's throw some shade. All right, time to do it. All right, shout out Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go. Make them a part of your new car buying process. See them in Lebanon. Say hey to our friend Payne Bone out there in Lebanon or online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Shade on a Tuesday. Zach, do you see some ch- shade in the chat or do you want to start? I'll start with my shade and you can kind of look at the chat as, as I go. My shade is, I get it, but it's tough. So I was in New York City last week for a media summit. I was the, the summit was on Times Square. So I was walking all around New York, right? That's the only way to, to, to go about it. And New York is, I mean, it will open your eyes to you are an ant in this world. Like, it, you mean nothing because everybody is, you know, the city never sleeps. Blowing and going. The Big Apple is moving. And then as you're walking, at all times of day, you see these joggers and they're just dodging people throughout. Like, I'm just walking. I'm trying to go get something to eat. And the, they've got their, their running clothes. And I assume they're training for the marathon, right? I mean, that's the only logical explanation. But my shade is on those people dodging and weaving every single person walking in New York City, which is a madhouse. It is a complete madhouse. It's overwhelming, first of all. And then you got... People zipping and going and people are smoking weed on the side of the corner. It's homeless people. It smells. Then there's still bright lights everywhere. You can get a slice of pie over here. You can get, I mean, nice restaurants over here. And all of these things are going on. It's information overload while these marathoners are just doing this. And like, I see them going, coming here and there's a lot of them. It's not just like one or two. And it's, and I was in the heart of Times Square. So that's my shade. I it kind of took me back. I was kind of like, whoa, all right. I'm like, what are they do they, they, I'm that's do a terrible it's a terrible way to train for a marathon. It's too much lateral. I, 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 my, my assumption is that they've got to train that way because they're gonna be running on sidewalks. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, or they could be training uh for the next time they're being chased by serial killers, and you gotta have that lateral quickness to know how to dodge and weave between crowds on sidewalks and and sam is right it is a live wire that is the best description it is live all the time any time of day it's going and people are people are asking for money people are trying to wheel and deal you can get you know i will say the food is excellent the pizzas and the bacon egg and cheese bagels hey primo but it's at a cost of the rat race that is new york city if you see a piece of gum, it's not candy. Don't, Don't eat, eat it. it. Don't eat it. Uh, Zach, uh, I did see some shade on you. It's not really shade. Uh, but Edward just says, you, you're not going to be on the show the rest of the week. Bucks or Titans? You want to do a Tuesday game prediction for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Titans on Sunday? You ready for it? <laughs> Here's what I'll say. I have an either or. I would like the Titans to win if Will Levis plays. If Ryan Tannehill plays, I would I'm gonna go for the Bucks. I want the Bucks to get a better draft pick because they need a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of uh, that, that's where I am at this point in the season. Got some defensive deficiencies. Christian Fulton better cover Mike Evans. But if Levis plays, I'd rather the Titans win. If Tannehill plays, I'd rather the Bucks. 
But fire them cannons. Been a while since we've had a, a Christian Fulton topic. Uh, Jason says, throwing shit at Titans fans that think the Titans uh, Super Bowl was lost by a yard. It would have only tied the game unless they went for two point. Yep. I mean, yeah, uh, correct. Uh, let's see. Uh, Demetri says, shade on Samuel L. Jackson dissing Deion Sanders. I did not see that. Did you? I did not. Okay. And his Jacob, name's not Deion Sanders, first of all. It's Coach Prime. Ah, get out of here. It's Deion. <laughs> Jacob says, shade on only having one hour layover in Denver to change terminals tomorrow and having to get up for a departure out of San Fran at 5 a.m. Long travel day. You booked the flight, Jacob. Uh, so Eric says, uh, shade on the way Vrabel does interviews. He says, oh, a lot. Well, I mean, he's at, being asked questions that he's not like prepared for all of a sudden, you know, completely. Um, and some questions are definitely going to catch you off guard. Uh, so let's see. I'm looking for more shade. Um, a lot of comments about, uh, about New York and Vrabel. So I will throw my shade, Zach. And my shade is not on women's basketball. It's not because I do think that's a significantly improved product, but I saw this Instagram post from ESPN and sec network over the weekend. And I was like, how incorrect and biased could you possibly be? The Instagram post was a quote from Kim Mulkey, the head coach of the LSU women's basketball team. I like Kim Mulkey. She's a good coach. Obviously they just won a national championship, but her quote was on the rising star power of Angel Reese. Here's the quote. How many times in our lifetime is a female athlete the most popular person around the country? Kim Mulkey, does she actually think Angel Reese is the most popular athlete in the country? Uh, maybe she is saying, and I, I don't know, maybe she's saying at that time that they won the championship. No, this was posted two days ago. This was posted on Sunday. I looked at it and I was like, what? I was like, look, Angel Reese is great. It, it says, Kim Mulkey on Angel Reese's star power. Quote, how many times in our lifetime is a female athlete the most popular person around the country? That's just so inaccurate and not doing the women's game any favors. <laughs> like, it's not. Like, we can appreciate what Angel Reese Kim Mulkey and LSU women's basketball are doing. Now they lost to Colorado last night in a big upset. They're 0-1. That's not good. But that's just not factually accurate. She's a great person to help grow the women's game. And I hope people watch more women's basketball because of what she's doing. And Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese was must-watch TV last spring. But she's not anywhere near the most popular athlete at LSU. I would go to the quarterback of the football team, Jaden Daniels. <laughs> I would actually argue, I'd argue this a little bit. I think Angel Reese is more, is more popular than country? you think. No, I, I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that I think if you polled and people knowing who Angel Reese is compared to Jaden Daniels, I think actually Angel Reese would take it. Because of her association with now Reebok, and she signed with Shaq, because of her national championship, she was on that national stage. Jane Daniels really hasn't been on that na national stage. He's been incredible. I and, he, and a lot of people watched Alabama LSU. But I, I, I think what Malky is doing is probably going overboard. Yes. 
but she's doing it with i think good intention but she's going overboard yeah it's like not like that's not productive because and i and i would actually agree that no uh, lsu is bigger than livy dunn i think livy dunn is actually more popular than angel reese but so she's no longer at lsu right yeah like, that's so, true yeah. she graduated so yeah she's, uh, she's so- gone like because then you just get joe burrow right you know i mean it's like but there's so many like Joe Burrow is way more popular in the country than Angel Reese, and you can make that list so long. And I, I would no, need. I, 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 need I will say this to it to your. Work. I will say I this. Context. It was Kim Mulkey on Angel Reese's rising star power. That was the context of what she was asked. Hey, this is rising. Well, and what did what did ESPN? What did ESPN do? They put it and they clipped the quote to get likes. Yeah, right. And like, I'll say this, no college basketball player will ever be the most popular athlete in the country, men or women will not happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. That's just just not how it works. Yeah. It's just the coverage and it's not, it's just the coverage. So that was my shade. Well, I kind of felt bad throwing the shade, but I was like, come on, don't just say things like that. Like It was for <laughs> like, it was for clicks. It was for likes. Exactly. All right. Whew. Busy show. Crazy show. All right. Mike Vrabel's press conference is today at one. Uh, we'll find out what the quarterback situation is or isn't at one o'clock. And then Buck Rising Live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. Make sure you hit the like button on the show, on Facebook, on YouTube. If you're watching, we need way more likes. Way more people are watching right now. And hit the like button. If if that's you, hit the like button for us. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a Wednesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.